Welcome to the Macro Millionaire Podcast with Jesse and Erica Dale, where we explore how to get the most out of life, focusing on purpose, passion, and prosperity. traveling and we closed on our Sarasota home and these are all excuses of being busy you know I hate the word busy so productive but we haven't brought a podcast in in a few and that's shame on us no excuses you guys did not tune in to hear about our excuses anyway but here we are (laughs) (laughs) so we thought it'd be cool and I put a Facebook post out uh, a while back as far as you know who would like to hear either my top mistakes as a, as a human or our top mistakes as a married couple. And so we, we decided that we're going to put out there our top mistakes as a married couple. And normally, uh, normally we kind of have the podcast a little bit prepped, never scripted, but just a little bit prepped. I don't have my bullet points. There's no bullet points. Just me. And this you. is raw and real, friends. <laughs> right, right. I do have a bonus one that I just thought of. So oh, we'll, great. we'll finish with uh, the bonus one. But uh, so, Erica, what, what, you, you, you want to tee us off? What would you say one of the biggest mistakes that uh, we've made as a married couple? Oh, so biggest mistakes, because when we talked about this, was what we over, have overcome. So yeah. Might, yeah. Maybe I, that's another one? Or no, I, no, I think that's a better way to put it, because... Okay. Yeah. Okay, so things we've overcome, and now, we to preface this, we've been married for four years, this month, actually. Oh, wow. Four years, we've been together for seven so, um, but we we come from, we both come from previous marriages. We both come from overcoming a lot of things and going into this, kind of knowing what we didn't want and kind of the things what not to do. But sure, I think in every relationship, you still got to grow. You're yeah. still going to have the speed bumps and all the things. Um, so I think one of the biggest things for us, oh, I don't know. I guess I'll just say, because we've talked about a few of them, but um was just the money mindset as a married couple. Um, mm. We, when we first started dating, we were all about kind of growing our bank accounts, growing our business accounts, mm. growing our, our personal account, our savings and all of that. And just recently, and I mean, I think that I will credit Jesse to this more than myself, but we've really begun doing things that make our money work for us, which is way smarter. Yeah, and that that is true. That's actually a scarcity. Um, I just listened to a, a podcast, and the guy's like, "Oh, if you don't have like all these zeros in your bank account, you know, then you're not doing it right." And I would actually—that's how I used to think. Yeah, is you know, oh, if the apocalypse came, you got to have this money stowed up like in a mattress or whatnot. <laughs> and no, I mean, if you listen to like Grant Cardone or Robert Kawasaki or really anyone that understands money, Tony Robbins. You've got to get your money to work for you. Yeah. But that's more of an abundance mind frame because, hey, even though it's sitting in that safe, it's safe. Or in that bank account, it's safe in that bank account. It can never be taken away. But it's not, you're not really being a good steward of that money, nor are you going to create any real wealth if you don't get that thing, that money moving. Yep. And I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. I'm really glad that you kind of had that epiphany and, and allowed us to grow in that together. Um, I actually just posted somewhere the other day that someone said, you know, if, if you had a million dollars in your bank account, what would you do? And I said, well, I'll probably never have a million dollars in my bank account because 
that's just not that smart, right? You should be using that money to invest, to again, grow your money. And it's not about having more money. It's about what you get to do with having more money. Yeah, absolutely. What you can create. And I, I use that word a lot, just being a good steward of money. You know, yeah. there's a, the, uh, I call it the tale, but there's the parable of the three talents. And like, I feel like I was that first guy where I just had that, what, what I'm entrusted with and I was burying it. You know, it was safe. Like I wasn't going to lose any, but I was just burying it, keeping it nice and safe in an account. And that's just not, I mean, it's just paper at that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? So no, that, that was definitely a big insecurity that I had to get over and, and, and overcome the fear of, of okay, let's, let's get this out in the market and to rental properties and, and what out, whatever else to get this to really start moving. Yeah, and it's been kind of fun. Yeah. Kind of learning some different journeys and falling on our face a few times and, right. and all that, but it's, it's good. So we would definitely encourage you if you're a, a married couple or even if you're single, of course, but... Um, to kind of adopt that mindset together and, and talk about those things as you're maybe dating or in your marriage or wherever you are on your journey in your relationship. Yeah. All so, right. So what's one I would that say, you would say? I would say another thing. And I think some, a lot of these do make come from mistakes. It was oh, yeah. a mistake to have money sitting in an account for years and years and years. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So I think a lot of these things that we've overcome stem, do stem from mistakes. So keeping with our original uh, title or whatnot. Uh, I would say a big area that we have overcome and are continuing to grow in, especially as of, as of these last like, year and a half, is ha really investing in our sexual life. Sorry mm. if there's kids in the car, but we'll, we'll keep it. We'll keep it. <laughs> Sorry, hard. kids. You know, but not keep just it not, hard. <laughs> <laughs> but no, not just not just accepting that. You know, because you, you hear every guy, at least I hear every mm. guy out there, yeah, dude, after, you know, three years or after the first year of marriage, you know, it's just this, or, you know, well, you all don't have kids. So what we've done, because that, that doesn't cut it for me. You know, I want to grow in all areas of life. I'm not going to just accept like, oh, yeah, it's just how it is. I don't, I don't like that phrase. So what we did is we got around some great couples that, you know, they, they have, have many, kids. They have many kids. <laughs> yeah, many kids of all different ages. So, yeah, we could put that excuse to bed. Who just have a, a rocking, loving, godly sex life. There's mm -hmm. actually a couple of them, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, and those are the people that we have, the, 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 what people would consider weird, awkward conversations. But they're not weird and awkward because we're all thinking it. You know what I mean? And I, I would say that that's been something that uh, we've really been to overcome. Just putting out, like, t talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah. I think, you know, and, and again, growing together. I think that's the, the crucial point. Um, you were listening to a podcast the other day, and I don't know which one it was, but um, I get a lot of Jesse's <laughs> sloppy seconds since we're talking about sex. <laughs> right, right. When it comes to podcasts, <laughs> he'll be listening kind of to the end of one and, and, and hop in the car or whatever. And so I don't always catch all of it. But they were talking about, you know, in especially in this situation, but really in any growth situation in your relationship, you can't force your growth on your person. Mm. So if you're wanting to level up your sex life and they're just maybe they're not quite there, then you need to have, again, talk about the elephant in the room have open discussions. Um, a lot of times, one of the things we've talked about a lot of times, especially in the, the bedroom, the shunting comes from things in the childhood. And so mm. just openly, acceptingly allowing those discussions to take place will allow growth to happen. Yeah, and I would say that was phase one for us, and this stemmed from a lot for me, is I would feel shameful 
um, get just shamed into talking about certain stuff. Like, you know, like, you want me to put your thumb where? It's <laughs> an analogy. But, you know, just, just saying, uh. saying those things that a lot of people think but they're just afraid to say because, you know, and, and I, I grew up in a very conservative home, yeah. you know, I mean, definitely it wasn't like an anti, you know, marital sex or anything like that. It was just, I definitely didn't hear mom and dad talking about, you right. know, about growth in that, uh, in that area. And I think that's, that you just brought up a good point because again, we're not parents, but same for me. Like, yes, I saw my parents, my parents were very affectionate, are very affectionate and I knew they loved each other and I knew they had sex. I wasn't an idiot, but that conversation never happened for me. Like mm. we just didn't talk about it. Right. And you know, as Jesse and I are, are very strong in our faith and growing in our faith, like that is a gift from God for married couples. And so he wants us to be blessed with it. He wants us to enjoy it. And what happens in a marriage bedroom or living room or wherever, <laughs> as long as it's consensual between those married couples, it really doesn't matter. There, There's no limits. And so that's one of the things, like you said, getting in front of other people, um, talking about this topic, hearing what they do, hearing what they don't, and things like that has allowed us to... One, be more open, but two, want want to level up because yeah, right. You know, it's kind of like the law the the law of um, attraction or the law of attraction. The average of five. Oh, well, right. The the you are the average of the five that you hang around. Well, these people, a few of these people, were like, oh, dang, we got we got some stepping to do, and right. so it made us want to be better. Yeah, no, absolutely, and that's just the, the 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 truth of any any life. But being able to have those conversations and. Man, we brought the we brought the pastor into the conversation. <laughs> we, oh yeah, I mean, Jesse we, made our pastor blush. I'm pretty sure on his podcast, <laughs> <that> podcast. <laughs> with some questions that he sent in. But no, we we really did explore this area, and a lot of that came from like the guilt and the shame. You know, yeah. it's like I felt like, am I shameful? Are these even Christian thoughts that I'm having? And being able to get out there and get around good religious leaders and be like, wow, no, that's that's a blessing that God that Jesus has given you. I think has really really been able to just talk. A lot more and it's cool because some of the couples we hang around with like you look at their growth and you can see like she like she's able to talk about it a little bit more yeah. before she was be like reserved and that's just healthy we don't we're not meant to pe have stuff pent up in our brains because we're too shamed into to getting it out there in the open yeah I think that's definitely probably one of the bigger areas I would say in in our world in the last really in the last six months yeah yeah so what else have we overcome um, one of the things I would say is, you know, you guys, if you follow us, if you, you've heard our podcast before, you know, we have multiple businesses. Um, and when we launched Macro Millionaire back in 2018, I believe, you know, I also have a network marketing company that I, I love. It's, it's a huge passion of mine and it is very similar. And, you know, Jesse used to be like, man, if you would just double down on Macro Millionaire with me, oh, like we yeah. would be killing it. Right. And it was almost to the point where it was like, and he never said this, I'm gonna preface this real quick. He never said this, but it was almost to the point where it was like, what we have is better than what you have and you should just move along and, and come, to, come to the dark side, right. come to our side. And just really, I think you beginning to acknowledge that more, um, accept that more, and just kind of us finding the balance between them. Yeah, <clears throat> no, no, doubt a doubt. That that was that was a big thing that uh, you know stemming from a mistake because you know maybe coming and not understanding 
what more people get out of a business. And that, I think that's really important that with your spouse that you have to understand where their identity is and it, it, it's going to probably be in a multitude of different areas. So people get different things from different areas. And I know having a good talk with, uh, with my buddy in Michigan is, is like, he, he told me, he's like, dude, you got to quit bringing that up. You're an idiot. You know, he's, <laughs> he's a little harsher language. He's like, you know, you're, you're an idiot. That's a dead conversation. So I'd say my mis mistake was continuing to be a dead conversation um, in that realm. But I think that we both come a good way and, and all businesses are going to grow but we're gonna get different things out of these businesses. We don't, none of these businesses are just for the money. Yeah. You know what I mean? That we get so many other things out of them and a lot of fulfillment and macro millionaire or some of these, or investment properties or some of our LLCs will probably not ever be able to provide the fulfillment that your network marketing company provides, much less the culture, the people are absolutely amazing. Yeah. We have definitely amazing people in, in all of our businesses, but I think kind of looking at the, the big picture on that one but yeah that was and I would even back that up to seven years ago when I was even introduced to the network marketing model mm. that I completely didn't uh, um, understand and poo-pooed on it yeah oh yeah absolutely and, and you know said all the things pyramid or, or, or whatnot so I would say overcoming that pride that pride was probably a big mistake mm. of mine because I was supportive at first but if I would have been even more supportive who knows where things could be now ah, no don't yeah. beat yourself up <laughs> Nobody yourself up, but I think it's a good lesson, guys. If you if you have a spouse um, that maybe is into something that you don't understand or you're not into, you know, take interest in them. That's not to say you know if they want to go in and and become a tennis player and you're like absolutely not. I'm I never in a million years. Okay, so maybe you don't go play tennis, but maybe you go watch them, right. or maybe you just ask how their their practice was or their their playing with their friend or whatever they go out and do. Just have a conversation about it. That will show that you support them, even though maybe you're not going to take up that interest. Right, and just remember that, like, in, I like the tennis example, but what they might be getting out of tennis or whatever it is that's tied to their identity might not be what you would expect them to get out of yeah, it. Like so you true. might you might go to your wife's tennis match and she like loves it and she takes dead last every single time and you're like, baby, this, this what are you doing? Do you like losing? She just might like the camaraderie. She just might like, you know, being out in the sun, she just might like to exercise and have can care less about whether she wins a match or not. So, but if you go in there and you're like, "Well, this is what expectations I think you should be getting out of it," well, it's not. You're not the tennis player. She is. Yeah. So you know, you gotta have those conversations. Like, hey, what do you love most about tennis? What do you love about this? And it may not be what you think she should love about it. Yeah, that's true. I love that. You know. So let's see any uh, any any other things that uh, mistakes or things that we've had like blow up. We don't really fight about in laws. They say money, sex, and in laws are the big the big doozies. Yeah, well, we have pretty cool in laws both sides. So yeah, that yeah. makes it easy. Right, right. Um, and we're I think that we too like we don't uh, we love our families, but we don't hang on everything that they do, and you know we we do what we can to to see them and be there and do the things, and we can probably do more, but we also have a ton of stuff going on, and they respect that I think right. so that helps. Oh, there's my secret, uh, my secret one that I was going to bring out. Oh. So this is a mistake that we made together. Like I, a lot of these other mistakes or things that we've overcome, like one of us was kind of the driver, you know. Yeah. And then, uh, but one thing that we made together, we got to get out of downtown like now. <laughs> <laughs> I, but you know, you could say Let's mistake. move downtown, you they said. You could say mistake. So guys, right. for those of you that, that don't maybe know our story, we um, had a gorgeous house on the south side of Indy. Sold it in 2020, moved downtown because we love downtown. Like, we love the, the energy, the people. Absolutely. It's great. Like, you can walk everywhere. Like, I average 
10,000 steps a day now. Um, so there's a lot of positives, but there are a lot of negatives too. And um, we have actually just recently decided to head back to the Greenwood area. Right, right. So we will be back there uh, end of June, mid-July. And it wasn't a mistake. I mean, we're going to no. have two amazing investment properties. Yes, here that's where I was getting at. Right. One, the one we moved into, it's a gorgeous condo. And we flipped it to an investment property that's doing fairly well. And it's it's just, again, it's furthered our portfolio and helped us grow in different areas. But yeah, I, I guess if you want to use the word mistake, I mean, it's it's time. It's time. <laughs> a year later, we are ready to go. And well, I think I doing. think we just like the idea. There's nothing negative about downtown. It's just not the right environment for my liver right now. Yeah. For much less me. Yeah. I, we, we agree. <laughs> no. When you when you live, we we live right here off, off Mass Ave. It's just a happening place. We got to know a lot of industry. Oh yeah, we've I, met I, some incredible people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Built some relationships and had some Jesus talks, even if it was at two in the morning. Right. I mean, you know, it happens, but. No, I'm with you. We're we're definitely ready for the next chapter. Yeah, and I, one one thing I will say because we had the same thing with Florida. It's like, hey, let's go live in Florida, and we weren't. We, this time we were like, well, let's test it out first, which I think was the smartest thing True. in the freaking world. True. Your idea, so smart. We did it. Worked. We and, loved it, and we bought. So I think if you guys are ever make, looking to make a move like that, just go and rent an Airbnb for two months or a month. Yeah. You know, and I, I wish we had done that. And we we still might have made the move, but yeah, we might have. Yeah, because it mean, was a different we, season we, of our life. Yeah, we still might have made the move. So, but yeah, so yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's a ton of other things that we've fell on our faces over, and um, yeah, yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't really. Do you remember the fight we got into earlier, like early in our relationship, where you stood on top of the countertop to be a? <laughs> That was nuts, dude. Listen. She got on top of the countertop and she's just shouting down, pointing at me. And I was like, what are you doing on the Y'all, countertop? I'm 5'4". I'm little. Like, <laughs> I needed to be bigger than Jesse bodybuilding Dale. And that's how I did it that night. And that, that completely cool. left the, the, the argument left the building because he was like, what are you doing? And we just started laughing, I think, and yeah, it was over. That, that was awesome. <laughs> but arguments are healthy, and I think that if you're not having them, you're probably just not having discussions. You're probably not even opening up to each other um, because that's how sometimes you just really get some things out and, and yeah, work absolutely. through them and realize that we're all human, and that's that's what you got to do. And I'd say just in closing, if you're in a relationship, marriage, marital relationship or, or intimate relationship, uh, go to the 5%, forget the superficial nonsense, you know, go out and get into that 5% that you're both thinking, but one of you is just too nervous to put it out. Just put it out there, have fun with it, um, and, and get it out there. That's Life is too short than to be holding things inside and, and not getting them out there with the ones that you love. Awesome, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in today. Uh, who knows, maybe next week we'll continue on the marriage trend. Um, but if you, if you ever have topics, we love, we love suggestions. This kind of came from Facebook. Like Jesse mentioned, he put a poll up and this is what y'all chose. So I actually commented and said, do I have a choice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. But, um, please be, be, uh, sure to leave us a five-star rating and a written review. If you are on Apple product, if you are not screenshot this, throw it up in your Instagram stories, tag at macromillionaire. Thanks for joining us on today's Macro Millionaire Podcast. Please be sure to subscribe and leave a millionaire review.
Until next time, keep working toward the abundant life you deserve. 